Welcome, everyone, to another fantastic episode of the May the Power Protect You podcast. This is a nerdy podcast where two Power Ranger fanboys talk about Power Rangers, multicolored superheroes and spandex, and really anything in between. Um, as always, this is Kevin, BridgeMT3, and with me is... Joel at Vespas Punk. Yes. So I, I feel like my dad jinxed us um, this week because <laughs> the other day I was like wow, there's just no Ranger news this week. And you were literally like, just wait. <laughs> yeah, and, um, um, we were like 24, 48 hours out from recording. We're like, we don't know what we're going to talk about. And I swear within exactly. the last like day, everyone was like, oh, you want yes. things to talk about? You want this? You want all these? God, it was it's uh, so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, and like, so it is August 1st, 2020. Um, so obviously this will be, you'll be listening to this afterwards, but um even last night like i mean joel we were in discord and you were like okay there's no lightning leaks and i was like yet (laughs) (laughs) and wouldn't you know it? i mean well it wasn't technically lightning yes but we'll talk about that (laughs) yeah we'll talk talk about that in a minute um but as always of course our podcast does stand solidarity and support for the black lives matter movement um it is still ongoing like this has not stopped um for some cities like there have been protests happening for the last almost two months um even though it may not be trending anymore even though it may not be reported as much on the media um these things are still happening and it's still very important to highlight and emphasize um, the injustices and the terrible treatment that black lives have been given um by the police by the government that we live in and we just want to highlight focus that we do support that um as always we encourage you to really think about ways that you can get involved and be a hero in your community or worldwide um whether that is doing you know protesting yourself um safe safely of course um or donating money to bail funds or whatever that may be for protesters or doing just petitions or calling your local um officials just please do your part um as always we have our um resource that we refer to and we use our, for ourselves and that is black lives matter dot matters sorry black lives matters uh, card c-a-r-r-d dot c-o that is a fantastic resource that is a great starting point um, if you want to get involved there's easy ways for you to sign petitions listen to youtube videos that will generate revenue for um, funds and really just help out in any way that you can and of course doing so how you can best um, exactly. so we just yeah we just always want to highlight that because all lives will not matter until black lives matter and that is extremely important so please do your part support everyone that you can and do what you can and be a hero yep exactly so yeah so all right so we talked about it a little bit ago but toys toys and more toys oh my gosh so much has happened mm-hmm. um in the last 48 hours 24 hours even um <laughs> So um, we kind of touched on it in the last episode, but someone found the Power Morpher while we were recording. Um, So yeah, we've gotten some uh, video footage. We've seen the sounds. We've seen what the toy looks like. Joel, what are your thoughts on the lightning version of the Power Morpher? I I actually really like it. I think it's um, different enough from the legacy one that we've gotten previously. Um, And I like the fact that like the lights um, change colors depending on which power Mm -hmm. is inside. Um, mm-hmm. I like that it's the actual like uh, sound bite from the show, um, somewhat badly yeah. clipped, but it is the actual sound right. bite. 
Um, right. And I, I like the, like, um, did you see the one kind of, uh, I don't know how to describe it, like the uh, hidden air quotes uh, soundbite that if you take the morpher mm-hmm. and you try to open it, but you keep it closed, it says I, 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 I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's very, it's very cute. Uh, I, I, I like it. It's not like the top purchase, but you know, if I come across one or if like it goes on sale for a decent price, I would be happy to pick one up. Um, Cause it's also yeah. got that really cool display stand, which I think is what kind of adds value to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so as well. Um, I definitely think it looks good. I thought it was interesting that it's actually bigger than it's probably the biggest version of the Morpher we've ever gotten. So I don't know if that's necessarily Hasbro like planning for adult collectors or if it's just the way they planned it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love that the lights change based on the color of the coin. Um, I think that adds some really fun things to it and, you know, it makes it more customizable. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the thing I think about when I look at the lightning collection roleplay items we've gotten so far, cause I got my dragon dagger in, um, during the week. Um, they're designed to be for collectors, but I think they're designed to be toys as well. Like, and I think some fans, they've been expecting it to be on the same level as Legacy, which was very much only for adult collectors. Like, that was 100% adult collectors only. Um, but I think Hasbro is definitely doing a really good job of trying to meet in the middle of having something that, you know, kids could want and even have to start off their collecting. But adults also have something that they can have. So... I think it's gonna be interesting. I'm almost certain that we will see a Green Ranger variant out as a Comic-Con exclusive or a Hasbro exclusive. I could definitely see that happening with a green and white LED. Um, and yeah, so it's it's good. Um, yeah, check your local Walmarts. Um, they are supposed to be released in September, but you may get lucky. You can check the walmart.com app um, and you can even do site pickup order to help kind of keep yourself safe and not expose yourself during this uh, COVID-19 time, so. Um, and then last night, someone, uh, I believe it was, it was Malaysia, I believe, right? I, I'm not sure. I know the source for at least that have been referenced on all the posts on yeah. Twitter is Jin Ong on Facebook. It's, yeah. uh, it leaks to a post in the, like, uh, lightning collection group on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss, I believe it's, it's in Asia, at least it's in uh, one of yeah. the countries, uh, they've gotten their hands on the Z Megazord figure that Hasbro yes. is releasing. Uh, yeah. And so, like, this this is kind of a weird hot topic with uh, kind of the fandom, um, but you and I kind of touched upon it well, a few weeks ago when we talked about the Thunderzord figure that got re- uh, revealed mm-hmm. at that International Toy Fair. Um, this is a Megazord figure that's a 12-inch figure that does not transform. Right. But I will say the caveat to that is it does actually come with the different Zeo heads, uh, for that Megazord, uh, because like there's like the Zeo Ranger one head, Zeo Ranger two, Zeo Ranger three, Zeo Ranger four, et cetera, et cetera, um, that they mm-hmm. swap out in the show. So I do think that's kind of it is it is technically transformable if you if you count that. <laughs> it is technically it just it does not separate out into the five individual Zords. Uh, so right. Is that a is that a sticking point for you, Kevin? What do you think of this one? So. I probably am not going to be getting the Zeo Megazord, to be honest. Like, I, I do like the Zeo Megazord. Um, the figure itself is nice, but I don't see myself actually getting it, potentially. Um, but that being said, I do think, you know, it was pretty obvious from the beginning that this wasn't transformable. I think some fans were definitely looking to, and hoping that it would be that. Um, that being said, you know, I do think that this is kind of Hasbro experimenting to see like what's going to work, like what will actually make the money without having to, you know, 
fully immerse themselves into doing like a full Zeo line because I feel like they know that if they did a transforming Zeo Megazord doesn't sell well, the fans are going to be like, "Where's my Super Zeo Megazord? Where's my Paramidas? Where's my Warrior Reel? Where's my Auric?" You know, they're they're experimenting and they're testing things out. Um, yeah. I do think having this is kind of nice though because you know we we've seen like there'll be the twelve inch. Uh, there's a 12 inch you know cheetah zord racer zord and it's robot mode and i think they're going to be eventually making more 12 inch megazords like the original megazord so i do think it's going to be kind of a fun thing for kids to play with um i think it looks good like i love the way it looks the only thing i don't like about it is the uh zeo zord 5 like the wings um just because i know like in the show they weren't that far out and it's not like the falcon zord <laughs> yeah um but yeah, I I think it's fine. Like if it if it goes on sale and I find it like on discount on clearance for like fifteen bucks, I'll probably get it at that point. Um, and Damn, at this point, 15? this is where we would. Damn. <laughs> well, I was about to say like this is gonna be like we're gonna have an episode a few weeks later, and you're gonna be like, so Kevin, what'd you buy for five percent off? <laughs> So I, I, I won't judge you though, because I, I definitely I know I'm going to get this one. Um, Zio is probably mm-hmm. my one of my husband's favorite seasons, so yeah. he's definitely excited about this. Um, what I like about these Megazord figures is like people are complaining that oh, it doesn't transform. Um, but like honestly, when we display these like legacy items, these Megazords, we don't display them normally separate. You usually display them in like the Megazord form. So like why? Why does this one need to transform if it is just technically a display piece? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really like the idea of these having these Megazords. And also, like, we talked before with, like, the Thunder Zord that was revealed. You know, when you get mm-hmm. the transformable Zords, one, they're not articulated, so you can't really pose mm-hmm. them. They don't get to do the cool things that the actual Megazord suits can do. Um, but there's also always, like, a weird proportion issue because you have to accommodate taking one piece of plastic and it morphing into another piece of plastic um as part Mm -hmm. of the megazord and sometimes that can get a little wonky in the transform like in the transformation from one to the other so Mm -hmm. i'm fine with this being just a standard figure just a gigantic figure Mm -hmm. for a megazord um right i i don't see the problem with it i i'm kind of excited um and i think this is actually an easier way to get more megazord figures from throughout the series um Mm -hmm. i agree i think if everyone wants a transformable megazord for every season you're probably not going to get that. But whereas like, this is a really easy way to put a certain design out there and go forward. And also like, um, Mm -hmm. I was seeing a conversation talking about like the hyperforce Megazord, uh, or even Mm -hmm. like any of the comic exclusive ones. Those don't really Mm -hmm. have like a transformation guide that you can follow, you know, because it's all in the mind. Whereas if you just make a figure of that Zord as it is completely, you can just use that design. So like we could get like a grave Zord, that looks like this uh, or mm-hmm. uh, any of the other combinations that we've gotten throughout the comics. So I, I think this is a yeah. good way to kind of get there. And like you said, it's an experiment on Hasbro's part to see if this even sells. Uh, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm definitely going to pick it up. I think it looks like a really good figure. Um, I think it'll mm-hmm. display nicely. And I think once you're able yeah. to get it and pose it, I think people will really like it. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is like fans have noticed this, um, it was listed originally as a lightning collection figure, but now it's not. Like if you look at the box, like there's nothing on there about lightning. Um, instead, they actually, it actually looks like they tried to recreate the Bandai America Zeo Megazord box background and font without actually making it and infringing on Bandai. Yeah. Um, 
and this is the thing I think for those that are disappointed that it's not transformable. Um, we talked about, I think last episode or the week before last, you know, there's a new brand manager that has worked with Transformers on there, like, you know, um, John Warden, that's his name. Um, I have a feeling that we are going to see down the road, we will start seeing an actual Lightning Zord collection. And that could include a Transformable Z Omega Zord, that could include whatever that may be. Um, I think one of the things that I appreciate is that, and this is kind of going to segue into our next topic, um, Hasbro is now trying to kind of veer away from Mighty Morphin a little bit in some regards with other toys outside of Lightning. So this is not a 12-inch Dino Megazord, this is a 12-inch Zeo Megazord. Um, and, you know, they're trying. So we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a very interesting road, Yeah. So moving into our next section, we actually had last night, overnight, within the last 12 hours, um, I woke up to it and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, we actually had some special Dino toys come out that are not Dino Fury. Um, so we got a reveal for the Target exclusive Special Ranger pack um, that includes a Mighty Morphin Red, uh, Dino Charge Pink, and Dino Thunder Blue with accessories in the Beast Morphers figure style and range. Um, and then we also got a Dino Charge T-Rex Zord. We got Rexy, um, found at Smith's Toys UK. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I really like, uh, so the Ranger pack I woke up to as well. Um, I think this is a really cool idea. Um, obviously, this is tying into the uh, Team Up episode, Great Connection, that will be airing in the U.S., soon someday hopefully yeah someday someday we'll get to see it uh <laughs> others have already seen it in other territories but obviously this is meant to tie into that same with the rexy sword um they even mm -hmm. have a little sticker on them that says oh as seen on beast morphers so like obviously they're trying to tie this in uh it's i think it's a really cool idea i really like the three pack um you know people were complaining about the paint missing on uh dino charge pink um, because mm -hmm. she doesn't have the yellow around the visor. She also doesn't have the, like, Triceratops badge on mm -hmm. her little chest piece. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't think that's, like, necessarily, like, a negative. And also, this isn't meant to be part of, like, the Lightning Collection. Or it's, like, not collector grade. This is, yeah. this is part of the toy line meant to be aimed at kids who are yeah. watching the show. Uh, so I yeah. think it's a it's a smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, too, that, like, with the pink missing the triceratops I, I noticed that and i was like huh but then i think the thing we need to think about is these are not part of a regular toy line these are bonuses like i don't think we really expected like we expected maybe lightning figures to line up with it like we didn't necessarily expect like fit new molds and figures to be made of the actual beast morphers line yeah um like I, that's what surprised me the most was that it was beast morphers style and that it was actually like articulable and like they can fit in with those toys so kids can like make believe like you know uh dino charge pink teaming up with their zoe figure to fight their roxy figure like yeah so i think i think you know i feel like this was something that was probably decided on like kind of last second i could see like and that's why maybe some things are missing um but i think and i always say this like hasbro loves their synergy and this makes the perfect sense they're coming out right when the dino team up is going to be happening or at least around that and you know it makes sense i think it's really cool though that they didn't just do like mighty morphin three pack they did a dino thunder ranger they did a dino charge ranger in their own style and even then like they could have done dino charge red mighty morphin red and dino thunder red but instead they actually did different colors and so, yeah yeah and 
it makes me wonder, will we see potentially another three-pack with, like, Dino Thunder Red, Mighty Morphin Black, and Dino Charge whatever, knowing our luck could be purple because they don't want to make a male mold. Um, <laughs> God, could you imagine? That would be insane. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's definitely something that is good because it gives kids something that they're going to be excited about if they can get. So. Yeah, and also, um, I mean, like, the fact that the three-pack comes with, like, a sword and gun figure for each character or for each <laughs> character like that's yeah not something we would have necessarily got with bandai i believe anytime they've done the two packs it's usually just been the figures right we've never gotten mm-hmm. that kind of level of accessory with the two packs or the three pack. yeah it it might have been like one accessory and it would have been like a sword pick. yeah or something yeah. yeah so i mean i i think this is a good way i think it'll you know, especially if you have kids that are watching the show, it's a cool way to build out their kind of ranger mm-hmm. army. So I'm not going to complain. Yeah. And like I said, uh, yeah. in a conversation you and I had, where I was like, this reminds me of back when In Space was airing. Uh, they did two mm-hmm. packs for In Space, where it was an In Space Ranger and the metallic Mighty Morphin action figures. And I loved mm-hmm. that. Uh, it is such a cool thing to get two rangers in a pack and get to build the whole teams. So I hope they do mm-hmm. release other characters because I think that would be really cool for kids it to would. have. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I do think the Rexy Zord, I'm going to keep an eye on that one because, and here's my reasoning, like, <laughs> they've got a mold now for a Dino Charge T-Rex Zord, which is the bulk of Dino Charge's Megazord. Would not be surprised if later on down the road we see that Rexy remolded for like Lightning Collection, and then we get like a combinable Dino Charge Megazord. Just saying, like we we could see, yeah. I could see that happening because they got the mold. All they'd have to do is just make it transform and change some stuff around. I could see them totally doing that. So, I, but I do love that in a conversation where we were just like, "I'm not gonna buy the Zeo Megazord," you're like, "But I'll keep an eye on that Rexy." <laughs> because i like the dino charge megazord a lot okay and i was saying like <laughs> i'm not saying i'm gonna keep an eye on him to buy him because from what i've seen in the pictures it doesn't look like he has any hint that he could transform yeah i'm just i'm just saying more so like let's see what happens because i could see yeah, later on this is being like true. kind of similar to like how when we got the mind morph in 2010 megazord years later it got repurposed for the legacy megazord version so just saying yes, we'll, yes, we'll see yes, but we'll see. um yeah and then speaking of the original Megazord um, on Entertainment Earth, we found the packaging for the Mighty Morphin Dinosaurs. Um, yeah, what you think? I think it, it looks really good. I like. Um, mm-hmm. So my favorite thing with what Hasbro has done with the like product line is there's a kind of similar look to everything by and large. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightning mm-hmm. Collection being its own thing uh, as far as design, mm-hmm. but as far as the like figures that are aimed at kids, they all have a cohesive look to their package design and the art style. So I think it looks really cool. Obviously, like we discussed before, I'm not going to get this because it definitely looks like Baby's first Megazord. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm excited that these are out there. Um, and again, this also like ties into that Dinosaur team up. You know, you do see the uh, T-Rex sword, and I believe you see the Dino Megazord in it. So like, again, this is appealing in that regard. So like, I can definitely see, you know, people picking that up for their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's going to be something... I, I could see it being something where like parents see that they get it for their kids and then the kids like see later on maybe a nicer megazord that comes out and they're like oh i want that too yeah so it's, it's um, all about continuing that brand it is the only thing that i don't like and this is just this is how hasbro's been handling zords in general is just the fact that zords are separated um yeah that's my only thing like but that, and that's I, 
But what's interesting about that is that's a thing in Japan. That's how the Megazords are often sold. Right. Um, is right. in pieces. Like uh, you usually have like the main combination, but like accessory zords are usually yeah. sold se- yeah. separately. So like I, I'm not as bothered by that. Um, yeah. I, I will be curious though if that's continued in like um, Dino Fury. Because I'm wondering if like red, pink, and blue won't come together, but then like black yeah. and green will be separate, which would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. I think too, like, I feel like Hasbro is definitely keeping an eye on like how the swords have been selling. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I have, I have seen like the chopper sword and the gorilla sword, like they've been on clearance. So I don't know if it's necessarily selling 100%, but. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, it, we'll see. But I, I think it's also again it, it's it is what it is this is kind of all new yeah so a right we'll see uh but uh yeah that's kind of i i i don't know also i think beast morphers is weird because it's a thing of like the way the beast morphers swords work is the red ranger is its own mega sword on right itself. right which makes sense so like i can understand why like as a parent you don't want to buy like an additional two other swords you're like well no you've got the main one right um, and I also mm-hmm. don't think the show really ever, like, I'm not gonna say the show doesn't highlight that like combination, but usually it's the Red Ranger by himself. So like, again, yeah. who who who's to know? Who's to know? Anyway, sorry, mini rant. Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah, no, it's okay. Like, that's okay. Um, so yeah, that's lots of toys news. Toys news this week. Um, <laughs> so moving on next to uh, one of our favorite topics is the comic books. The Boom Studios comics, of course, have been continuing. Um, we've kind of gotten like a surge of like releases almost every week to catch up from COVID, and we're finally at a point I think where we are caught up. Um, yep. So issue fifty two came out on Wednesday. Uh, Joel, what are your thoughts? Uh, so this was kind of another. Um kind of status quo setting um, after Necessary Mm -hmm. Evil, Um, whereas last issue was predominantly focused on the Mighty Morphin Rangers and their dealing with Draken's arrival. Um, This, Mm -hmm. while it had, it carried some of those threads forward, predominantly focused on the Omega Rangers and them coming into contact with a new villain um, that we've had So I I really like this issue. I think it did a great Mm -hmm. job of kind of getting us insight into where Zach, Trini, and Jason are um, post-Necessary Evil, um, you know, setting up what their thought process is, how they are uh, dealing with what happened before, um, and also Mm -hmm. kind of showing what the world, in air quotes I say, because they're technically out in space, um, but what the world looks like now that they're no longer dealing with the empowered, um, and kind of what Mm -hmm. their mission statement may be going forward. Uh, right and with that we also got kind of uh some what's going on on earth and we got the comic appearance first comic appearance of mrs appleby uh because she's not been in anything previous uh and so we got to kind of like i I think a nice setup there um with uh what would have been like a normal scene in like the tv show of like them being Mm -hmm. in class and having to do a project Mm -hmm. and the twist on it being that oh no miss appleby's the one that pairs them up uh so aisha gets paired with skull and uh yeah adam got paired with violet who is a mm-hmm. comics uh character or comics uh i don't know exclusive character yes yeah that's what i meant to say i was trying to find the right word uh but so just say yeah. talk <laughs> hey hey 
Sorry, you want to read? You want to read? You back because I put that shade button in last time. <laughs> you know what? I got my fan ready right now. Okay. And... Anyways, Kevin, what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was a really good issue. I mean, I think, you know, Ryan prepared everybody for it to slow down. And I actually have been really enjoying the slower pace that we're seeing mm-hmm. because we know what it's leading to. Um, I definitely agree. Like the scene with Mrs. Appleby and them in class. Like I actually really liked that because I was like, oh, this actually feels like the show. Like not that the comment doesn't feel like the show, but it was something like outside of Ranger, like fighting and destruction and all that, you know, like that it was something more lighthearted. Um, I definitely think what the seeds are being planted that we're seeing, because of course, as we know, the Omega Rangers and the Mighty Morphin Rangers are going to kind of butt heads going into the new series. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's interesting because Violet talks about accountability and she brings up something that, you know, a lot of times comic books do bring this up and Power Rangers never really has addressed it is the accountability of what they do. Like when they don't save somebody, when someone dies or, you know, gets hurt because they can't rescue everybody. Or the millions um, of property damage that they cause, you know, right, on a weekly basis. Right. <laughs> right. And so I think that's something that um, is kind of, it's kind of nice to see that like, that kind of dissenting opinion of like, oh, we all love the Power Rangers. Well, I don't. I, part of me has a feeling that we're going to find out in Violet's backstory that like something happened. Yeah. That we haven't seen. Because um, this is the first time we've seen her since Go-Go Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, and I also think this is going to set the stage because now Adam is kind of thinking about that. And he's like, okay, I never thought about this before. Um, so I definitely could see him kind of being that voice of reason when the Omegas come in and they're like, we're going to go do this. And he's like, no, we need to, we need to be accountable. Like we can't, we can't just do what we want. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to kind of lead in some of the conflict. Like I could see Zordon and Adam like really agreeing with each other. Um, yeah. The Omega Ranger stuff. Whew. Like that was intense. Like I know it was a comic book, but like I was, I was feeling very uneasy during that entire sequence. Yeah. Um, like kudos to um, our artists and with the and with our writers. Like, holy cow, that was unsettling. Like seeing just, <laughs> like it was definitely one of those things where you kind of like picture the TV show. Like, okay, we're gonna take you home. We've rescued you. They come home and like, nope, it's all gone. Um, it, it gave but, me. Uh, it gave me very. Um... Uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe vibes as far as like the cosmic spectrum of things Mm -hmm. Uh, because even like in the opening when we got the stuff with like Z and uh, Zach got very Guardians of the Galaxy um, Mm -hmm. and just this kind of uh, weird cosmic threat that is annihilating an entire planet Um, Mm -hmm. and so it was just it it set the stage of this being a big issue Um, and obviously this is the thing that Draken is kind of being the herald of in the Mighty Morphin comic, uh, at least with the mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin team. So it's very cool to get to see, you know, these uh, characters who aren't, who have no knowledge of this, who are just kind of rushing in to try to save the people. Oh, yeah. And they're facing this huge threat that is, you know, probably out outside of their scope. It's outside of anything they've ever handled before. So it's oh, yeah. terrifying, but also really kind of exciting to get to see them be put mm-hmm. in something uncomfortable. Um, I also did love the uh, Omega Ranger special attack. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And yeah, I was halfway expecting, and we talked about this earlier in the week, I was halfway expecting them to have like an Omega Ranger storm, like kind of like Go Ranger and Kaku Ranger. Like (laughs) I was halfway expecting it because I was like, okay, what's going to happen? And then once they did, um, obviously a move very inspired by another Marvel Cinematic Universe or in general Marvel Comics, 
um, move. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with Trini using her Omega Hammer to slam down on the boys like uh, morphers, very mm-hmm. very much reminiscent of Thor hitting Cap's hammer or yeah. Thor hitting Cap's shield with his hammer. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I see you, Ryan. I saw what you were doing. You can't yeah. sneak one by me. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think every month that we're getting closer and closer to the the relaunch, we're just gonna see all these glimpses and teases of what's to come. Um Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of le- it's level setting, I think is what this arc yeah. is gonna do. It's gonna be like, hey, this is what mm-hmm. the status quo will be going forward. Um we're we're getting right. new things, you know, with the Dark Rangers and with the mm-hmm. new villains, the Imperials showing up. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it'll be. It, it, I'm really excited to see what this is gonna be. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm really pumped. Like I, I know you and I are usually generally pretty positive, but I, I am really excited to see because this kind of does break what we've been seeing in the comics. Um, because this yeah. isn't. It's not an evil ranger. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's not the morphing grid. It's something new. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. something dangerous, and it's yeah. uh, it's a very it'll be very exciting to see yeah. how these characters react to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to ask something. I had it on the tip of my tongue and it just vanished. Uh, we're talking about the comics. We're talking about what happened. Um, Dark Rangers. Uh, oh, so remember how you and I, like a couple episodes ago when we were talking, I want to say it was issue 50, maybe. Um, it was mm-hmm. right around when this, like, the, whole, the whole relaunch stuff is getting leaked. We talked about the yellow uh, emissary and how we don't yes. know where they are. Um, and right. I, I kind of was like, well, I think they're dead. Uh, I may have to rescind that because I'm wondering if they aren't the person that Draken was talking to when he lands. When he says, like, this wasn't part of our deal. Right. I'm wondering well, yeah, if they, he was... He was bathed in yellow energy, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so I'm wondering if the yellow emissary wasn't like saw the red emissary get killed by whatever this new villain is, and like turned to, to like dragon. It was like, hmm, I'm gonna let you out, but <laughs> so I'm wondering yeah. if the yellow emissary is not still out there, and in some way is kind of responsible for dragon getting free. Hmm. I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, because we we know how Ryan writes. We've seen it now he does not like to leave a stone unturned and yellow not appearing or really being out of the picture. Like we don't know what yellow is up to. Like we don't know for certain. So I could definitely see yellow coming in. Um, I hope that we don't see yellow kind of do a heel turn and betray everybody, um, which is also likely, I mean, it could happen. You never know. But yeah. the fact that yellow has gone radio silent and we've not heard anything from them, a little suspect, a little suspicious. So I don't know. We'll see. It, it might also but, be a like hiding for protection type thing because I mean, yeah, when you come across your one of your compatriots ripped in half, like I would maybe be a little terrified too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's interesting to see how each emissary has approached things because Blue became very hands on, but before like they were like, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to let things be. But then Blue was very much proactive and like making the Omega Rangers and like really getting things going. While yellow, we don't really, and red, I think, was very much like we're just going to leave it alone. Um, yeah. So I think yellow's approach would be interesting too. I could see yellow definitely being like, I'm going to indirectly help things. I'm going to move the chess pieces and let it play out how it will. Yeah. Um, because I do think at the end of the day, yellow wouldn't want the universe to be destroyed. So 
Yeah, because what, what else are they going to do? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so, I mean, upcoming next, like, the next thing that will be released will actually be uh, mm-hmm. the Draken New Dawn number one, which will come out on August 19th. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so Mighty, yeah, it, it, uh, you know, after the kind of back-to-back issues we've had with, like, the wrapping up of MMPR TMNT, and, you know, issue 50, and the ending of Goko, mm-hmm. it feels really empty not having yeah. something every week. Uh, but I'm sure Ryan's happy right. and relieved. Uh, but then 53 oh, yeah. for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers will actually release on the 26th. Um, mm-hmm. have, you, have you seen the exclusive cover that the uh, one company had uh, where it's the Dark Rangers? Yes, I saw that. Uh, I may have ordered it. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful cover, so I don't blame you. Yeah, so I, yeah. I'm kind of I'm looking forward to that because that'll be the like, you know, that's the one with the cover of the Dark Rangers. So we'll probably never mm-hmm. get into what they are and what their deal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love them comics. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's that is why I have cut mine down immensely. <laughs> oh goodness, we love to see it. Um, yeah, like speaking of comics, like I went yesterday to pick up my comic books, and like it, I was like, it's that much because I had missed like literally a month of comics. Like, so it. Yeah, they add up. Yeah, well, like, and of course, you know, Mighty Morphin was releasing a lot, but I also get, um, we talked about before, I get IDW's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and, you know, they love to release issues, like, they do a lot of that, so (laughs) I had, like, three Ninja Turtles, I think, and then, um, yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting, nonetheless. It'll be for sure. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Um, so this is one that I kind of watched a little bit earlier in the week, and I don't know if you got to watch much of it, Joel. Um, so Action Activate, uh, which is a, another podcast that is, you know, Power Rangers adjacent. Um, I actually didn't, I'm going to be honest, I'm sorry if they're listening. I didn't know about their podcast until recently. Um, but they actually didn't. Same, honestly. Same, honestly. (laughs) Um, but they actually did an interview recently with Scott Zillner, who is the founder of Power Morphicon and really runs the show. Um, and it was very interesting. Like, I... I saw it posted in my Lightning Facebook group because it was talking about the Hasbro Toei split that's been rumored. And Scott Zillner had some very interesting opinions about things. And I know, Joel, I showed you a clip where he talked about the Toei split. Um, What were your thoughts about that? Like, I guess, well, okay, let me recap what he said real quick. Basically, they asked him, like, his opinion on it. So Scott is not in Hasbro. He's not directly affiliated with Power Rangers. But he's worked in the business for a very long time with prop making. He's worked on various shows. He works with toy companies. Um, he has, he actually was one of the ones that helped get uh, the Shinkeno and Gosei Great Japanese releases to America. Yeah. Um, like he was on that board of Bandai and like convinced them to try it. Um, so his opinion was that it's fake and that Illuminati fake news, like, to use that phrase very loosely like they're just making this stuff up as they go and they're trying to get clickbait um for attention um and of course Illuminati has also gotten some things right in the past but you know his central argument was is that Hasbro has access to all these Sentai shows and you know they don't have to make the designs they don't have to make the toy designs that much like except for their own molds um and that they have footage that's usable that they've already paid for so why would they give that up um so yeah what were your thoughts on that Joel? So, um, it, what I thought was interesting and that he kept dropping that I'd be curious if we could ever get confirmation on is he kept actually saying it was all free. That apparently whatever right. deal Haim Saban had like cut mm-hmm. with uh, Toei back in the day before, like when Power Rangers was starting, that like 
he just asked if he could have the footage and Toei was apparently like, yeah, go ahead, take it. It's yours. And Heimspot's like, yeah. cool. I want international rights in like in perpetuity forever. I will mm-hmm. forever be the one to hold those. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, it, you know, he, he I want to know how true that is. Yeah. Because it seems a little suspect, but um, yeah. I mean, he did clarify. He's like, obviously, this is just for the show. Anything you know, dealing with movies, etc., is you know outside mm-hmm. of that that scope. Right. Um, but right. I mean, the argument that was made, I think, makes sense. Of like, why would Hasbro give up essentially, you know, an IP creation machine for them? Right. Like. Right. You know, the caveat, of course, is like whether or not like they choose to use it is up to them. But like, right. Why, why would you cut off what is essentially a free, uh, yeah, creative group? That will come up with right. a new property idea, new toys, uh, new suit designs. Like, why would you just mm-hmm. throw that all away? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a valid point. Yeah. Uh, what my thought is is like, and you and I have like discussed this at length before when we first brought this up with like Illuminarity, is that this whole thing like it, it seems weird. It seems like really odd, but also like we can see how it would make sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it isn't just like maybe that they're not splitting but again like maybe hasbro is trying to come to toei to get a different deal yeah whether it's like hasbro gets to be more involved in the creative side of deciding things because we know bandai of america was involved in some of the late last couple seasons for super sentai Mm -hmm. with giving input on what might sell in the u.s Mm -hmm. um I mean, and also, like, I think in that in that action activate uh, podcast, they, they talked about the fact that the toys in Japan are not selling. So there's not even a guarantee that like yeah. Super Sentai will continue going. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. I, I'm wondering if there isn't some kind of mutually beneficial talk happening between Toei and Hasbro mm-hmm. and being like, mm-hmm. how can they help one another? Right. Well, and I think too, like, so when he was talking about the in perpetuum um, part, I think the way I took it was that it's talking about like they don't have to negotiate a new deal. Like, because yeah. when Saban got the rights, if I remember correctly, like it was basically like once they did Mighty Morphin, they kept having to redo the deals. And then eventually he just was like, okay, we pay you money every year. We have access to all the TV shows. Um, so I think that might be what it is too. Is like he might be referring to like they don't have to renegotiate every year for you know you soldier footage. They don't have to renegotiate for Ghostbusters footage. Like it's yeah. they have access to it. That that's kind of the impression I got from that. And I mean I could be wrong, um, but yeah I agree. I think like not that Hasbro couldn't do a good job like designing their own show. They have the skills. They have the money. I mean they recreated the Beast Morphers suits that were damaged from Ghostbusters. And, you know, we have creatives that have made, like, the Omega Rangers, the Ranger Slayer, Draken, that have really reacted and tested positively with the fans. That being said, um, like you said, it that's a creative team that they get access to. Like, they don't have to worry about developing, like, okay, let's make a Ranger team based on this. And, like, you know, it saves them time in putting out product. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. We we don't know. I mean... It's all speculation at this point. It, it is all speculation. I, I do think that we should take this and Illuminati with a grain of salt, like until it's actually in front of our eyes and we see it. I think that's something we have to do. I know like a lot of fans do trust in the Illuminati and I'm not trying to bash them. I'm not trying to say like, oh, they're wrong. Um, but they have also gotten some stuff wrong before. Like, and I know some fans are quick to defend that, but that still remains. Like their track record is not 100% clean. So, yeah, 
like again, why get up in arms with something that we're not confirmed whether or not it's actually happening? Right, right. I think let's just write it out, see what happens, and we'll go from there. But um, it was interesting. And I also want to point out to like one of the things, and this is why I really <laughs> sent it to you. Um, they asked him about Dino Thunder White and the Lightning Collection. And Scott was very much, because he has contacts in Hasbro and he has contacts in the industry. Um, he was very much like, you know, Hasbro is treating the Lightning Collection line the same way as they do their Marvel Legends, their Star Wars series Black. Like, they're treating them the same. And, like, I kind of feel like that was his way of kind of telling people, like, sit down, shut up. Power Rangers is not the black sheep. Like, they're treating it just as, as they would any other line, um, for better and for worse. Um, but he also pointed out, too, that um, with the Omega, the Dino Thunder White figure that came out with the obvious missing paint app, he was like, no way that will actually happen. When these toys come to America, you will see, like, he will have the black paint on the helmet, um, which I thought was interesting. Like, he pointed out, and, you know, the toys are manufactured over in um over in the east and that's where we first found dino thunder white and his theory is, is that someone got a production batch that was messed up and they were told to dispose of them but instead they took them and sold them to a store so i think that was an interesting theory um so yeah i thought that was interesting as well yeah i mean and again that's another one of like well we won't know until that thing shows up uh, right whenever it's going to uh so yep. i mean tomorrow <laughs> yeah exactly you know you say that and watch we're gonna we're gonna get off this podcast get on twitter and it'll be there um maybe i should go to walgreens after this <laughs> uh yeah it's just I, again it's a thing of like I, that sounds reasonable but again we won't know mm-hmm. until we see what the final product is once it hits here right um it, it I, I just i don't know and that again we'll see uh yeah this this person is speaking from experience so maybe they're correct maybe they're right but we'll we'll yeah. see once we see yeah and from what scott said like he he made it sound like the fact that rejects are like then sold like you know snuck out like that it doesn't surprise me so i i could see that being a thing like not just in power yeah. rangers but in general so we'll see all right so um Going to Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid, we haven't talked about that in a while. Um, in fact, no one talked about it yesterday, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I think we were one of the few Power Ranger-related Twitters to actually post anything about it. Um, but Renegade uh, put out a stream about what's coming. Um, I don't know, I unfortunately was out and about doing some errands, so you got a chance to really watch it. So, Joel, why don't you fill everybody in and let's see what we found out. Uh, so yeah, um, so Renegade hosted this whole little stream on Twitch yesterday. Um, it was Terry Latorco, who is the senior marketing manager for Renegade Games. She's also the one that runs the Power Rangers group on Facebook for Heroes of the mm-hmm. Grid. Um, so if you've, you're in that group, you definitely know who she is. Um, she was kind of hosting this whole panel, and it was with uh, Scott Gaeta, who is the president and publisher of Renegade Games. Uh, Sarah Erickson, mm-hmm. who is the director of sales and marketing. Um, and also Anita Osborne, who is the creator creative director for all of the board games that Renegade puts out. Um, and it was kind of by and large, it was about like an hour and a half conversation that they had. Um, and this is meant to be part of Gen Con uh, online that's going on right now, which is a huge uh, board game convention. Uh, and they were just talking about everything that Renegade has to offer. Um, they didn't actually get to Power Rangers till I would say about an hour in 15 minutes in um so if you're looking at the uh, video on demand of the twitch stream you'll have to jump to mm-hmm. the end to get to power rangers uh but they announced uh two new things uh 
we did not get dates for them, but um, they showed up art for a Babu and Squat uh, pack that will be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a tease of the Thunder Zords that will be part of a legendary Ranger pack that they were calling Forever Rangers. Uh, mm-hmm. And apparently both will be available for pre-order this fall and that there will be a secret surprise uh, for pre-orders if you buy them through via the pre-order with Renegade. You'll get an additional <laughs> secret surprise. Uh, so it sounds like kind of what they did with the Ally pack where you've got the additional uh, Shadow mm-hmm. Ranger sculpt. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think of these two? Uh, I know I sent them to you and you were like, oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I think it's lovely. Um, I do think that um, it's good to see them continuing, like, because obviously with COVID-19, things have slowed down for every industry we can think of, and that includes Renegade. Um, I think Squat and Babu makes sense um, because they're the only Mighty Morphin villains, like, the main villains that haven't been in the game yet. I mean, we've got Finster, for God's sake. Um, uh, and if you've ever very- played... Yeah, you yeah, played against Finster. Finster sucks. <laughs> Finster is a bat as a hard boss to fight against. Yeah, so man, I, I want to play the game again. I miss it. It's sitting in my closet right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I think it makes sense. Like, it's kind of a nice way to complete the Mighty Morphin villains, especially if you are those that like to paint the miniatures and you like to display them outside of the box. Um, so it makes sense. Um, I know the art they showed for uh, Babu was him with the Power Ranger pumps, like him with his potion and like evil quote-unquote billy and kimberly so i'm interested to see if maybe that'll factor in somehow like maybe if um like it makes a whoever is targeted like maybe it'll make them go bad and like they have to attack their friends or like any attack they make will end up attacking them yeah so i i can see them doing something fun like that kind of like a way of like reversing like okay now your allies are your enemies yeah Um, well i could also see uh because we're getting these guys after the um not only the Psycho Ranger pack, but the uh, Machine Empire pack, where mm-hmm. uh, Prince Gasket and Archerina are have mm-hmm. a card where they play together. I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if Squat and Babu play together. Yeah. If they're oh, not yeah, individual villains, and that they, instead you fight both of those together. So I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if that's also kind of a mechanic yeah. for these two. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think um, the Thunder Zords coming is a very smart move because it... I feel like it's going to help balance the Mighty Morphin team because um, as we see, like, you know, the Space Rangers, they have all these amazing abilities. Like, the Mighty Morphin team has stayed pretty static, even though, you know, in the series, they do change up a little bit and things, you know, change. Um, So I think it's going to be nice to see how the new Zords will impact their play style. I'm curious to see what will be in the Legendary Ranger pack itself. Yeah. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, because I'm I'm not sure. So they... in the stream, like Terry said, so she's like, "Oh, if you see this picture," as they showed off the art for the uh, three of the Thunder Swords, she's like, "If you see these, you know what they mean." And it's like, "But do we know what they mean?" <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not sure what the that portends. Like, do are we getting new Mighty Morphin sculpts? Um, I had a thought, like maybe it's Super Mega Force. Like maybe we're getting the Super Mega Force team since it's a legendary ranger. Um, and the first yeah. pack we got that was labeled that was the Tommy one. And we know mm-hmm. that kind of the the legendary Ranger playstyle that that Tommy pack introduces is meant to be like eventually mm-hmm. retrofitted onto a Super Mega Force pack. So I'm wondering right. if that wouldn't be what they do is just like you get Super Mega Force Rangers 
and you get the Thunderzords the bonus. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think um <laughs> I mean I joked about it last night, but I could see it happening. Um of course with the comic books and Super Mega Force, we've had some Sentai teams before Mighty Morphin be canonized. Like we now officially have Die Ranger in canon as the uh, Power Rangers squadron. So I would not be surprised if we end up getting Die Ranger. Like, and it's their take on it, which would be very interesting and would be kind of nice to have like that comic book style artwork of the Die Rangers. Um, yeah, it would be. So I could, I could see them doing like, okay, like they, they could see the back of the box scene like uh, the Thunder Zords were inspired by the legendary squadron that fought on Eltar 3000. Like, I could see them doing something like that. Like, them retroactively saying like the thunder swords are based on these powers um i can see them doing that kind of like a tongue-in-cheek thing yeah so it'd be kind of cool like i think fans would be split on it but i think it would be kind of fun yeah i i but yeah like we won't officially know so again like they said the pre-order will happen this fall um mm -hmm. i'm also intrigued by this idea of the secret surprise i'm wondering if it won't be like just an alt uh alternate sculpt for one of the characters in like the forever ranger pack or if we mm -hmm. won't get just a full-on Thunder Zord, like Thunder Megazord. Yeah, I think they'll have kind of like a Kickstarter type thing where, like, if you pre-order this bundle, like, you get a Thunder Megazord figure. I can see them doing that. Yeah. Or, or yeah, there's there's all kinds of things, or just even different alternate cards. Mm -hmm. Like, I could see like you get yeah. the Red Dragon Battle Mode, or um, yeah, yeah, just different. Like, there's different things I think or... they could do with that. Yeah, I, I do think it's going to be interesting to see where we go because this obviously it makes me excited because it opens up the door for Ninja Zords to happen and Shogun Zords because, you know, there are more than just one set of Zords in every season. So I'm sure we're going to see um, we're going to see something, I think. I think we're going to yeah. start seeing some more Zords coming out because, you know, Zords obviously can change how you play a team like and I think that would be very interesting to see how they adapt to that. Oh, definitely. Um, so along with these two packs that were announced, uh, we did get kind of a joking tease about the next Power Ranger game. Um, mm -hmm. they did a whole thing where Scott was like, oh, I'm going to tell y'all what the new game is. We said we wouldn't tell you till September, but I'm going to go ahead and leak. And he's like, tell the, you know, he told the audio person to cut the mic on someone else and they end up cutting the mic on Scott and Scott like is like talking fervently and waving his hands and going crazy and then they're like they're like don't tell him don't tell him and like at the end they're like oh sorry scott you cut out uh so they kind of <laughs> jokingly played with that um so the new power ranger game is still in development uh we will probably again like we won't find out officially what that is until september um but interestingly, so with these announcements, they also at the end of this whole stream announced that there will be another Renegade Con online happening in October. Um, it'll be happening okay. October 9th through 11th. Um, so, you know, they did kind of something fun with that last time. I'll be curious what this looks like. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, that that's probably where the like uh, Babywood Squat Pack and the Legendary Ranger Pack will likely go up for pre-order will be on those uh dates mm -hmm. um so just um, kind of keep an eye out for that and just keep yeah. your ears open uh so it'll be kind of it's exciting i'm glad we're getting more stuff for heroes of the grid and i'm sure because i believe uh the psycho ranger pack should be arriving in september right roughly like, yeah i mean they've got the molds and they've gotten like some of the production stuff in so i think that it's supposed to be out by then yeah so we'll probably definitely be hearing more from heroes of the grid and from renegade games uh, come September and October. So just 
be excited. Mm -hmm. More stuff is coming. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we are getting to where we are. So, all right. Yes, more stuff is coming. It's going to be great, and it's really exciting. Like I, I do love Heroes of the Grid, and I'm excited to see it continue to get love. Um, I just we've lamented this before. I just miss having game nights. <laughs> like yeah. I miss. And I mean, it's just, that's part of the reality we're in right now. Like, it's hard to have gatherings. I mean, it, you know, do it if you feel safe enough to, but it's also, you know, it's still something you have to worry about, so. Yep. So, but I mean, hopefully, like, we'll get past this, you know, the fact that we're still getting more stuff is so exciting. Oh, yeah. And I kind of, I'm, I, I really do love everything we've gotten from Renegade, and I can't wait to see mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. we have going forward, because, you know, they've definitely got probably wave three already planned out and ready and in the chamber um and we'll probably have another kickstarter sooner rather than later yeah i agree i think we'll see another team pop up um i mean we don't again we don't even know what this legendary ranger forever pack is and yeah i don't know it's gonna be interesting regardless um so i guess yeah. do we want to move on to the last topic or are you wanting to save uh <laughs> Yeah, so I think that we will save that. We'll save that as a mega win for a, a week when we don't have uh, as much news. <laughs> as much, yeah, because I could go on a long tangent about it. Um, but I will say for those listening, I have finished the. So I've been doing my Neo Saban rewatch, and I finally did after moving and everything. I finally finished uh, Mega Force season one, and I just started Super Mega Force last night. Um, and again, it. Yeah, I have my thoughts. Um, I'm slowly working my way through Neo Saban era because I never gave it a chance necessarily, I feel like. Um, especially Ninja Steel, because I kind of watched like, the first eight episodes and then I would just watch clips as they aired. Um, so we're going to see how this goes. And I'm kind of just in the mindset of, can I get some Diamond Charge yet? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll see. We'll see. see. I I, I am intrigued. Uh, we'll definitely like get to dig into that. I, I guess next time we'll kind of put that on the docket for you and yeah. I to go over that because I'm. I'm curious your thoughts. Um, I given that time, I might even uh, we'll we'll talk about it, but maybe I can watch like one or two episodes for Megaforce because like my memory of it is uh, hazy at best. Um, yeah, I may kind of go back I, and prep myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You may have to. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it'll be fun to kind of discuss that. So yeah, <laughs> keep that. So look forward to that. But it'll probably be next week. We'll kind of go dig into Megaforce yeah. and some. Neo Saban goodness. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. As always, we do appreciate the support. Um, if you ever want to reach out and give us ideas for episode topics or just give us some feedback, whether you know you want us to tell us you love us or you hate us, um, <laughs> you can always email us at maythepowerpod at gmail.com and you can find us on Twitter at maythepowerpod. Um, Joel, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on all, all social media as at thespispunk. Yep. And you can find me on at Bridge and T3 on Twitter. So please feel free to look at some of my jokes that I make that are never <laughs> land. Um, you know, I, I like to think I curate a good amount of time on my content. So there's a little self shameless plug right there. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, um, everyone, please stay safe. Um, and as always, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you.